Joe, do you like mint in your candy? Oh, good question. Depends. Depends on the candy. Depends on the type of mint. You got so, spearmint, you got... Fair. Fair. I, peppermint always for me. Spearmint's fine, but peppermint always. Uh, yeah. So... Yeah, you know what? Yeah. Every year, I've, I've, I've talked about this many a time. Every year on Halloween, I got, like, the child's play bag of candy. Right. I didn't get that this year because I was like, oh, Ben's going to go trick-or-treating. There's going to be candy in our house. I'm yeah. not, like, it's finally time for me to stop buying my own Halloween candy. Right. <laughs> and here's the thing. Ben okay. did go trick-or-treating, and all yes. the candy was terrible. Ugh. It was just a, like regular Hershey's chocolate bars and like there are a few yeah. decent things in there, but it, it overall C plus candy, right? Yeah. Yeah. And ever since then, I've been craving candy, probably because I didn't get it before. Right. Right. And get that, uh, I was that... unsatisfied. Right. Right. So we're in Target this weekend. And okay. I see a bag there. You with me? You with me? I'm in Target. Picturing it. I see a bag of Christmas candy. All right. Okay. It's got Reese's, the Reese's trees in it. Bonus. Yeah. It's got chocolate Hershey bars. Minus. Yeah. Not enough to outweigh the fact that it's a bag full of Hershey's trees, right? The third candy in it are York peppermint patties. Interesting. So I got it. I bought it. I was like, all right, let's see if this. Let's see. Let's see oh. how this rolls. Obviously, I haven't eaten any of the Hershey's chocolate bars because they're. Why would you do that? Like, yeah, what are you doing? Making s'mores? Right. Come on. Uh, plenty of Reese's trees in the bag, which are great. That's what I like bought it for anyway. Yeah, I found finishing with a York peppermint patty. It's a nice little nice little end to your candy treat. Interesting. Uh, York peppermint patty is too minty for me. See, you got minty, and uh, the chocolate isn't the right chocolate for me. It's it a is. fine candy. I will eat it. Maybe I eat maybe one a year. It's definitely dark chocolate, like dark chocolate. Yeah, and I don't love dark chocolate, but with the mint, the dark chocolate, it just it works. Yeah. See, I'm more of like uh, I like chocolate in my mint. I prefer. Chocolate mm. with my mint, See, not mint with my chocolate. Give me, give me mint with my chocolate, please. No, thank you. I'll pass on that one. Uh, I did eat a... Cora picked out a York peppermint patty the other day. And uh, she opened it up and looked at it and then said, I don't want this. So then I had to eat it. So I filled my peppermint patty intake. That's it? Year. You hit your quota? Cash, yeah, one cash, small. Punch your card? Yep. Yeah, I'm done. Did your time. I've had enough. Yeah, it's like a Klondike bar. Actually, it's nothing like... I, I relate the two, but they're it's not... It's not related. even a little bit like a Klondike <laughs> bar. <laughs> what would you do I for mean, a York peppermint patty? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. step on it. <laughs> I would give it back to you. <laughs> Get out of here! Dads. Welcome to Big Dad Energy, the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads. I'm your co-host, Joe Lopez, and with me, as always, is my co-dad, Christian Mansky. Jared, how the heck are you? Joe, I'm good, man. 
I'm I'm good. That's good. Yeah, it was a holiday weekend. The kids were wild. Um, and so we're just back at it. Back at it. Back on the grind. You back have four days grind? off. Yeah. 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 Uh, do you end up? Did I saw your your text come through? Do you end up working on Friday? Uh, if my boss is listening, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> it was a pretty chill day. Um, my team was just pretty pretty mellow all day. Not many people got on, so I had my teams up and was listening and looking through some stuff for work. But for the most part, the kids were home too, so mm. hanging out when real home dad things. Yep. Uh, about it. But, uh, yeah. Nice. Nice. So, long weekend. Thanksgiving. Yeah. How was it? What did you guys do? Big weekend. Uh, so, Wednesday, got out at 3 from work and just hung out. Thursday was Thanksgiving. Um, we got up. We made some, uh, Ayla has these vegetables that she makes. It's like Brussels sprouts, sweet potatoes, regular potatoes, carrots, bacon, and apple. Um, bakes it all, bakes it all up. So uh, we were up, getting that up, getting it together. And then we went to Kayla's parents around one for lunch and had the typical, you know, Thanksgiving meal: turkey, mashed potatoes, gravy, mm-hmm. stuffing, all that jazz. Went to my aunt and uncle's later in the evening to hang out with some of the Lopez's, see my mom and my sister. Uh, and that was it for Thursday. It was it was a pretty chill day. Uh, long it felt very long since we were up early uh and then um friday got up again i worked for a little bit and then just kind of took it easy saturday we um went to detroit we got up and we were meeting our friends at some point we didn't know where we didn't know when we knew after oh. 4 p.m after 4 p.m but we didn't exactly know where we thought about maybe detroit somewhere uh, there's a lot of cool things in Detroit going on right now. Like down in Cadillac Square, they have the like ice rinks and stuff set up, and and um, like the pop-up bars and uh, things like that. I thought maybe there, and then on Monroe Street, they have like cool th- Monroe Market, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. They have cool things there too, like uh, puck golf with hockey pucks and hockey sticks. And funny enough, uh, we went down there this weekend too. Did you? So we never actually made it there. Oh, no? Uh, no. So Kayla and I kind of got up and discussed it, and then we were like, well, so if we're not meeting them till after 4, what if we get up and go to the Eastern Market, you know, look at some stuff there, just mm-hmm. browse, maybe go to Mexican Town um, and get some treats from La Gloria, La Gloria's Bakery in Mexican Town, and then go to Honeybee, and then maybe we'll meet them you know, in Mexican Town or head downtown sure. you know, to do something. So we actually didn't get down to the Eastern Market till like three, no, two thirty, um, and they closed at four. Like they, mm-hmm. but like when we got there, all the vendors were like wrapping up already and like calling oh. it the day. I'll be honest, we've gotten there at like seven o'clock and people are already like sold out of their stuff. And I was like, oh, I, yeah, that that place is it's always hopping, especially like on a holiday, holiday yeah. weekend. I, it's. Yeah, so we just kind of wandered around Eastern Market area, went into a couple of the outskirt shops that are around that area, um, got some some candies, and then went to Mexican Town. We did go to La Gloria's Bakery and got some delightful cookies uh, and churros. Mm. Then went to Honey Bee and got some tamales and carnitas. Um, 
And then we ended up going into Ferndale, where our, where our friends live, and, and hanging out with them in Ferndale. Um, and we went to One-Eyed Betty's, which I haven't been to in years. Uh, oh, wow. It was great. Yeah. It was very tasty. I had not been there in a very long time. Um, and yesterday, just cleaned on Sunday. Kind of yeah. hung around the house, cleaned. Watched a lot of Wednesday on Netflix. Oh, yeah. A show about Wednesday Adams. I've been seeing a lot of... Uh, uh, a little interesting that they're putting it out around Christmas time. Christmas time, considering the Adams Family is a Halloween-focused thing. But uh, Right, it's a spooky show. Yeah. Um, it's not really... I mean, it it's macabre. Right, like it's it's eerie, it's it's creepy and kooky and sure, um, and spooky, just like the theme song suggests. Uh, they do sing it before every time, so I would assume so. <laughs> they do, but it's kind of a combination of uh, the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina that was on Netflix, okay, and a series of unfortunate events. Oh, also on Netflix, uh, it's got that feeling. It it's good. It's it's a little teeny. Like targeted towards teens, but it's got like a a decent mystery, and it's just you know it's spooky, like you know the Lopez. Since we are in the throes of spooky season, it is now Christmas season. You can't even say it anymore. Nah, nah. It is now. It, we are past Thanksgiving. Right. It is Christmas nah, season, I, Joe. It, there's still some spook left in the air. I can feel it. I don't believe you. Yeah. How was your weekend? My weekend uh, was was great. Uh, lots of fun things. Mainly, Michigan absolutely walked into Ohio State's house and took their lunch money and pushed them down and walked away. Smacked them, smacked them, and uh, that was a lot of fun for me. Beat them, uh, especially considering like going leading up. So let me let me back up. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving was great. My parents came into town late Tuesday night. Met them for dinner Wednesday after I finished work, and we went out and had some dinner. Thursday we had uh, Thanksgiving at my grandma's house, um, which was really good. A lot of family there. Uh, my cousin's kids are starting to like, like be old enough, like five, six, you know, that age. And then there's one that's Ben's age. So Ben actually got to like play with a friend that doesn't always happen. Like a friend that's his age. Uh, because the only other people we know with kids, his age are you guys and you live an hour and a half away. Um, right. So he, um, he got to play with a kid, his age was a lot of fun. Um, so Thanksgiving was a blast, all that kind of stuff. Um, Friday, we went down to downtown Detroit and did the same thing you were just talking about. So they have a holiday market there. You can walk into shops and uh, there was a really cool game shop. I don't know. You never made it over there, you said? No, no. I, we want to, though. That's on our agenda So um, in the next several weeks. There was a really cool game shop and they were selling candles that had a D20 in the bottom of it. So once you burn through the candle it there was a d20 at the bottom of it really but they didn't have prices on it so i didn't buy one Ooh. because i was like this feels like it's gonna be like a 50 dollar candle right like which game shop was it <sighs> katie wrote down the name i have to ask her ah. um or maybe i can look it up on there anyway um but uh it was a really it was a really cool idea and i was like wow yeah. this is a uh, it's very neat so um really cool down there and then there's a little beer garden we stopped uh had a beer um walked through the shops again and then i took my parents to sweetwater in downtown detroit which has the best wings in Mm. all of detroit top to bottom no stop 
Really? It does. I don't know if you've ever had it before, Sweetwater Tavern. I haven't. No, it's right over there by Campus Martius. It is full okay. stop, best wings in all Detroit. So uh, okay. took my parents and Katie's parents over there. Um, had a fun time. Very uh, big parenting experience where we... So we parked the car right next to the like shopping area, right? About two right. blocks away is the restaurant. So not super far, but not like right next to us. We leave the the backpack in the car as we're walking around because we're like, oh, we're right next to it, right? Walk yeah. into the beer garden. We're all having a beer, ch- chatting, hanging out. And I'm like, I, it was starting to get about lunchtime. I was thinking about Ben's nap. I was like, hey, let's go to Sweetwater right down here, about two blocks this way. And then uh, Katie and I will go home and do Ben's nap after that. So we just leave right from the beer garden and go to the restaurant. Get to mm. the restaurant. Will poop through his outfit. Ah, oh, the worst. And we didn't have the diaper bag with us because no. we forgot it in the car. No. So I jogged the two and a half blocks back <laughs> to the car, got the diaper bag and all the clothes in it, and then got on a bird scooter and scootered back to the restaurant <laughs> so that I could ch- so that we could change the baby's diaper and clothes. Uh right yeah, there. Yeah. So uh it was uh it was a big parenting experience. Um we didn't get to do the fun things like the slide and the um yeah and the putt putt with hockey sticks. I think we want to try and do that um uh next weekend. So oh, okay. um it's for us it's a little easier to get to than for you. So we can yeah we can kind of pop in and out as we need to. Yeah. Um. So that was fun. Uh. That was Friday. I went home, just hung out, did you know nap and all that stuff. Uh. Saturday was the Michigan game. So my uh, parents came over. That was their last day in town. So they came over. Uh, my stepdad is one of the biggest Michigan fans you'll ever meet in your entire life. Full stop. Yeah. Just lives, eats, and breathes Michigan football. Uh, he went as Jim Harbaugh three years in a row for Halloween. Did Just, anybody get it? <laughs> yeah. The khakis gave it away. Uh, oh, okay. And so he's just like the biggest uh, Michigan football fan of all time. So, um, it was there was there was a risk for it to be stressful on Saturday. Yeah. It turned out it wasn't. Everything was great. Michigan absolutely destroyed Ohio State. It was fun. Um parents hung out, kids got to play, you know, my mom got to play with the kids and hold the baby and all that kind of stuff, which was always good. Um and so we did that and then Sunday it rained top to bottom all day. So Yeah. We just hung out and hung around the house, cleaned up the basement, watched some movies. Uh, Harry Potter was yeah. on, so we watched Harry uh, Potter. Uh, did you get your lights hung up? I didn't. So I bought the lights. I have the lights. Yeah. Uh, we went on Saturday Saturday morning. We went, and I was like, um, I'll either hang them up after the Michigan game or I'll hang them up on Sunday. And I need to get the rest of the leaves out of the backyard because they're coming this week to clean it up, to like finish right. cleaning up the leaves. So I have to get the rest of the leaves out of the backyard. Uh, and then it rained all day, top to bottom Sunday. So I didn't get to do any of that. And then today when I went upstairs, it was like 29 degrees by the time I was done with work. And I was like, Oh, I'm not going to do it then. So they're supposed (laughs) to not come till Thursday. So hopefully like tomorrow I can get out there, get the leaves out and maybe hang up the lights right after that. Um, if not, I'll just get the leaves out and I'll do the lights on Saturday. Ah, okay. It's supposed to be a little bit warmer this weekend. Not like a ton yeah. warmer, but a little bit warmer. Uh, let me ask you a question. Uh, during these Harry Potter weekends, 
Do they play every Harry Potter movie, or is it only like three or four on a loop? It varies by channel. Uh, yeah. Most of the time, they'll play all of them. And now they're even including like the Fantastic Beasts, which I'm going to tell you what sucks, because like... <laughs> Who who's gonna sit down and watch the Fantastic Beast movies? Like, I watched them. Yeah, but then the first movie. So this is, uh, I'm gonna regale you with a first world Harry Potter watching problem. Okay. Okay. What's the best Harry Potter movie? You can't ask me that. You know um, the answer. Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah, it's the third one. This is Prisoner of Azkaban. That's the best Harry Potter movie. Okay. okay. Oh. It's the okay, third go one, on. Joe. Are you questioning me on what I, it is objectively not, the third Harry Potter movie? Listen, it is my favorite book. It is one of my favorite movies. I really love Deathly Hollows. I love a good searching for shit movie. Funny enough, it's not my favorite book. The fourth book is my favorite book. Too long. Too much shit going on. That's why I like it. It's it's great. It's action packed, (laughs) top to bottom. It's like it was the first time it felt like a real novel. Like the first three books are like I don't know, like 150 pages each. Like yeah. uh, Then the fourth book comes along. It's like you know a thick stack, and you're like, okay, now we're into it. And the fifth one rolls around like 862 pages or something like that. Wild. Anyway. Wild. First world Harry Potter watching problems. So when you put in the Fantastic Beasts, the first movie doesn't even start until like 10 o'clock in the morning, 1030 in the morning. It means the yeah. third movie doesn't start till 530 in the afternoon. And Ben goes to bed at like starts bedtime at 630. Right. So we don't even get to watch the third movie because that's like right in the middle of Ben's bedtime. And then after they do like one full loop of all seven movies or nine movies now, whatever it is. Right. Um, then they just pick and choose what movies they want to play. Like this weekend, they went one, two, six, five, four, which I thought Weird. was really odd. I, it was, yeah, it was really strange. Yeah. So if you miss that first time around, you just got to wait and wait and wait until you see it again. So, right. You, you'll never be able to pull out your Blu-ray. I've never been able, I've never been HBO able to watch Max. it again. <laughs> it's not on, it's on Peacock. Now you got to watch it with commercials. It's a mess, Joe. It's, it's a H- mess. It's on HBO. No, it's not. They pulled it. No, it's not. I watched it yesterday. Yesterday? Oh, my parents yeah. lied to me. They're, they're they're liars. They're liars. Sorry. I, I'm going to be honest. I don't know how to tell you this. I try not to watch them because there's so many Harry Potter movie like weekends that yeah. if I watch them at any other time besides when they're on TV, I, it's just going to be too much. It's going to be too much. Yeah. There's already too much with how much they play it, but it's going to be even more too much. Yeah, I watched Sorcerer's Stone. It wasn't yesterday, it was Saturday. Yesterday I watched Raiders of the Lost Ark. It was so good. It is. Oh my it, god, it's so good. Just a great, great trilogy. It is. Um, well, now that we are the number one dad movie podcast. True. Uh, <laughs> and shows. And shows. And shows. Your number one dad, your number one media podcast this is by dads. 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 Um, you got a joke for me? I do. All right. I went through this whole book, Joe, top to bottom. <laughs> what? <laughs> and that's it. There was no more to the story. I might have already given you the two best jokes that are in here. Oh, no. Um, Joe, do you pick your nose? Of course not. not You're born with, of course not. You're born with it. 
Like Maybelline. Maybe maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> All right, Joe. Oh, uh, that was good. Thank you. I have one thing before we get into the big topic. Yeah. I had a multiple requests. Yeah. Because we didn't do it on the preview episode. I had multiple requests yeah. for us to tier our top five Thanksgiving foods. Multiple requests. Multiple requests. And her sister. Oh, okay, cool. See? Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you to list them. And we're not going to dive into it because if there's enough intrigue, we'll do a whole dad talk on it. Yeah. Um Okay, I don't have them in a particular order. That's fine. Okay. Wait, uh, you don't have like a... Then give me like a least favorite okay, to I'll more favorite. To, I'll try to do that, yeah. Okay. okay, number five. You go first. Okay. <laughs> uh, number five is turkey. I wasn't even going to put it on my list, yeah, if I'm being honest with you. It, uh, you know, it's it's there because it's a staple of Thanksgiving, and like, it's always going to be there. But uh, if somebody's like putting it on my list, yeah, if somebody's like, "Hey, you can only put four things on your plate," turkey's not making the cut. Turkey's not one of them. No. Yep, not putting it on there. No. Uh, number five for me, gravy. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, number four for me, mashed potatoes. Uh, I would agree. Number four, mashed potatoes. Good one. Good one. Uh, number three, green bean casserole. Ooh. No? Uh, no. Number three for me, uh, the tray of veggies that's always out. Interesting. Okay. Cucumbers, tomatoes, carrots, celery. Yeah. Everybody's got that combination. (laughs) The standard veggie tray from like Meyer or whatever it is. And you just toss it. Yep. It's great. Uh, I always pick at that. That is a good one. I like the ones with olives in it. I'm a, I'm a weirdo, but like the ones with with olive uh, like sections, that's my that's mine. Yeah. Uh, number two, rolls. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Bread. Warm, toasted rolls, or even they don't even have to be toasted. Warm rolls with some butter on it. Warm rolls. Okay. Uh, my number two, um, easy potatoes. Okay, that's a good one. A good one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's your number one? Sweet potato casserole. Nailed it. My number one's pies. Any yeah, pies. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> desserts always good. I don't think Thanksgiving, this might be a hot take. I don't think Thanksgiving has as good a desserts as uh Christmas. I feel like people get um, more creative with their Christmas desserts where Thanksgiving is just like, how many pies can I find? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, I, desserts in my family for Christmas are a lot of cookies. Yeah, I cook. get that. I'm my ste- a big pie guy. My stepdad made baklava, this, uh, so I got I got Ooh. baklava upstairs, and that's that's. God, I love baklava. It's an honorable mention. It's not a traditional <sighs> Thanksgiving food. I guess it is in my family, but I guess not in right. the everyday family. It's not a traditional Thanksgiving food. But. Yeah, my my non traditional is my sister makes vegetable pizza, which is not a it's not really pizza. It's uh, uh, crescent rolls with yes, like with cream cheese, cheese and veggies, and then chopped up mm-hmm. veggies. Mm. My mm. mom used to make that uh, not on Thanksgiving, just for like when we'd be going to a party. She'd be like, "I'm gonna make yeah. this," and then make that. It's what my sister makes it too for like everything, and mm-hmm. it's just so delightful. That's good. Good. All right, I like that. If people oh, have questions it. and want to debate it, maybe we'll do dead talk on it. If you're lucky. <laughs> 
if you're lucky. Um, all right, let's do this thing. Let's get into it, Joe. Let's do the, th- get let's into do the it. thing. Let's do the thing. Um, chorus three. Sure. And it's, it's time to use the potty. So we're talking about potty training. I love it. I love it. So how has potty training been going? Um, it is very interesting. Uh, I think we touched on this a couple weeks ago when mm-hmm. we talked about, I kind we kind of did an update on the kids and I talked about core potty training. Um, it was very like we pushed and pushed and pushed and then we kind of stopped for a while and it's almost like we would try every once in a while. We'd put it on the pot every once in a while. Then I think between that, listening to songs, reading books, and going to daycare, she understood the signs of like, oh, I'm getting the sensation that I have to use the bathroom. That's good. Um, so she started telling us. Oh, it doesn't happen every time, but she'll say, oh, I got to go use the potty, and we'll run, you know, to the bathroom. So it's it's definitely going. Um, you know, we're we're nowhere near there yet, but sure. it's it it's definitely going and it's going well um overall so did you guys think of a strategy beforehand like oh this is what i would like you know this is how i want to do it like uh Mm. for example katie and i have kind of talked about when over christmas break we're just gonna let ben be naked and start to get comfortable like knowing when he goes pee right and then you know it's gonna take a lot of cleaning up and everything like that but yeah uh that's like one strategy did you guys think of like a way that you wanted to approach it um a little bit so when we first tried potty training we got her um a seat that goes on the toilet seat and we would put her on it and she didn't quite understand um and we'd sit there for a while and nothing would happen like once it happened and it was you know pretty exciting but then after that kind of slowed down and then we got one of the little potties that just sits on the floor sure um and she's had on that a couple times but nothing too major um and then our i you know when we sat her on the potty was let's read her books mm-hmm. right, let's just sit there until she goes until she gets pissy and wants to leave sure um no pun intended we d- Right, so we did that for a while, and then it was okay. Let's give you—you'll get a candy if you go on the potty. This has kind of been more recent, where okay, if you go on the potty, you're gonna get a candy. Okay. Um, that was maybe let's say five, six months ago, four or five months ago. Then, as she started to learn the signs and the ideas of going to the potty, was okay. You go to the potty, you get a candy. Now it's almost um. You know, we tried, anytime you try to go to the potty, you'll get a candy. Mm-hmm. So that way it then correlates, okay, I'm going to go to the potty, regardless if I go or not, I'm getting a candy. Right. Because of that, and how often we were going, she would, you know, go potty. Right. Because she was so now, kind of going all the time, right? Right, yeah. Cause she's like, oh, I want candy, mm-hmm. so I'm going to go, I'm going to go sit on the potty. Um. Now we've kind of pulled back a little bit, and it's like, okay, if you go on the potty, you'll get candy. But, you know, it's still, you know, if she if she does try every once in a while, I'll give her one, too, to kind of keep it going. Um, but for the most part, that's that's kind of just the strategy. Is like, I think the one that worked best for us was every time you sit on the potty, you're going to get a piece of candy. Um, because it, you know, just, again, kind of built that um, repetition. Sure. 
Um, now, the Sanborns, we were over there last weekend. They have an alarm, and every half an hour, they ask Charlie, Charlie, do you got to use the potty? Do you got to use the potty? Um, which seems, you know, pretty good for them. I guess at, at his daycare, he goes, you know, way more often than he does at home, which I think is probably pretty common. Yeah. Because um, kids tend to feel more comfortable at home, so they kind of are a little bit more lenient, I think. There's probably kids um, around daycare that are going potty too, exactly. right? So you can see that and be like, oh, I'm going to go potty too, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think Cora kind of did that at, at her daycare as well. Um, but she uses the potty at my mom's, at Kayla's mom's. I think she's used it at daycare a couple times. Um, but Kayla and I talked about it today about setting an alarm every half an hour, asking her, hey, let's go try to use the potty. Let's go use the potty. Um, She's been pretty good. You know, I would say at least once or twice a day she's using that. That's Um, pretty good. Yeah, but it definitely, I think, helps starting with books about potty training while she was on the potty, uh, listening to songs about pottying, you know, watching YouTube videos about pottying. Mm -hmm. I think all of that kind of helped because then she would walk down the hallway singing her potty song from one of the books that we read. Yeah. That's pretty good. So yeah. how far along would you say you are? You think she's 50% potty trained, 30%, 70%? We're maybe right at 50 yeah. where she's, she knows the sensations. She can go pee. She hasn't gone poop on the potty. If she has, it's been like once, sure. maybe twice, a small handful of times. So it's got, you know, we got to learn that sensation. Um, and we actually, you know, we started like when she pooped in her diaper, in her diaper, um, pooping it out in the toilet. So that way she knows, hey. This goes in the potty too, right? Flushing it down. Um, yeah, I would say I would say maybe fifty, just below fifty. Again, we're at that point now where okay, now it's just the repetitiveness, realizing the sensation, you know, every time, kind of thing. But she knows the idea. She knows why she does it. Um, and she gets that reward for it too. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, where. I, I mean, so you guys are just going to do this this naked situation. Do you have any concerns with that? How long do you think it's going to take before he catches on to it? Well, the concern is he's going to pee all over my house. <laughs> That's like, he does already, uh, but he's going to even more now. Um, so we have uh, a toilet seat that has a seat in, in it, like a baby seat yeah. installed in it, right? Um, so really, we're just going to... The thing that Ben's already doing is he's already squatting to go poop. Okay. So like he comes out of his room in the morning and he'll like bend down to pick up some toys and then he'll just stay squatted for a little bit. And I'm like, Oh, all right. Time to change your diaper. Like, so trying to let him know like, Hey, this is what that feeling is. This is how that, you know? And like, he's even at a point where he like can tell he's, he, because we let him be diaper free now. Like, uh, not all the time, but he's allowed to be diaper free around the house sometimes. And when he's diaper free and he has to pee, he'll stop and like look down and then he'll pee. Right. Like, so mm. he knows in his head, like, oh, I'm going to pee. Now I'm going to pee. Happening. Yeah, yeah. Right. So just trying to like, once he's naked, doing that, putting him on the, uh, on the toilet every 20 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever it is, so that he understands, like, when you get that feeling, do it on the toilet. Right. Yeah. Um, he's a little, they say two and a half to three and a half is like the golden time, right? That, that year span. Um, and so he's like right on the edge of two and a half. 
Um, so if it doesn't work this time, we're not gonna be heartbroken about it. Like we gave it a shot, you know, it didn't work. We'll see yeah. if there's another strategy we can we can do. But um, but yeah, that's really uh the idea is that like when you're not, when he's not in the diaper, he's obviously going to go to the bathroom on the floor. He's going to see right. that he went to the bathroom on the floor and put together like, oh, I'm supposed to do that in the toilet, right? And go from there. Um, so. I'll be honest, that's as far as we've like thought about it. Like, hey, that's the yeah. strategy. So uh I will have more research and more conversation to have before we actually do it, but that's the general yeah. idea of it. Okay, I'll be interested to see how that works out. Um see how he takes to it. Because that'll be you know, it's very different. But like I said, I'm I'm interested to see how how it works overall for you guys. And you know, maybe he catches on super quick. Yeah. Um, and yeah. you know what? Maybe the one thing I'm worried about, and I think every, it, this is a worry all the time. It's like overnight stuff. You know, yeah. he wakes up with a, with a full pee diaper, right? Like every right. morning he wakes up with a full pee diaper because that's how, that's how kids work. And, right. you know, obviously we'll do pull up, pull ups and stuff overnight, but like, uh, at what, it, you know, how do you get out of that? Yeah, that's going to be tough. Uh, we've talked about that too a little bit, you know, cause we, we have underwear for Cora, but never really put them on her cause there's not really a, a good way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, my thought was doing underwear and then a diaper over top of it. So she feels the damp underwear on her. Sure. Um, it's all contained in that diaper. Um, but definitely we'll be doing pull-ups. My thought is, you know, this might even be like six months a year down the line because kids will be potty trained during the day but then during the night again can't wake themselves yep. up yep i think you know it just kind of comes with age right like their body probably just outgrows the need to use the bathroom six times a night or whatever it might be you know i only go once a night that's like, i well I'm, a, I'm awake all night now so like it doesn't there is no <laughs> uh i don't know i'm awake every two hours so i don't even know you know when i do but uh like yeah who knows maybe they just grow into yeah. it and uh that's what i'm curious about but first step is getting potty trained during the day um yeah because so, if i can go back to buying diapers for one kid that will be very beneficial for my wallet oh absolutely absolutely and we'll wrap up here in a second but before that have you guys do you guys have any like potty books or have watched like potty youtube videos or anything <sighs> no um I'm trying to think if we, I know we have so many books. I think we have a potty yeah. book, but he does not read it uh, at all. So yeah, it might be, oh, you know what it was? We got one from the library and we read it a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't super interested in it. Um, right. So maybe we'll get a different one and get it from the library and, and talk about it and things like that when we, um, but he's uh, starting to be a lot, something we've started now to prep for it is like, do you have poo poo in your diaper? And he'll check it and go, yep. And like, he'll come up to Katie yeah. now and be like, uh, he doesn't say poo poo, but he grabs his diaper and goes, mama, 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 and grabs his diaper. And Katie go, do you have yeah. poop in your pants? Go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So starting to, yeah, recognize like, Hey, this is what that is. This is, you know, when you feel that you're supposed to go to the bathroom, right? Like things like that. So starting to, to prep it so we don't have any we haven't done any books or or videos or anything but we are trying to like lay some foundation of educating him on what that is right so he can put like words to it and put 
like sensations to it and then uh hopefully that makes it easier when uh when we go for it yeah for sure overall potty training tough just gonna throw that out there yeah he <laughs> i we haven't really talked about this but he's full-fledged two-year-old like full-fledged yeah. like yelling emoting like not knowing how to control what we're saying you know things like that like yeah it is difficult very difficult uh it is. and adding a brother at that exact same time also very difficult yes uh Cora doesn't like getting her diaper changed so if you ask her mm-hmm. if there's poop in her diaper she's always gonna say no which is <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so potty training is tough, but you know we'll get through it. And especially, you know, we get we have to. You know, certain preschools yeah. you need to be potty trained. Sports you got to be potty trained. So, uh, Ben, the preschool we're looking at sending Ben to in the fall, you have to be potty trained. So, oh really? Yeah. So that's yeah. one of the big drivers is if we want him to go to preschool in the fall, then uh, he's got to be potty trained for it. Totally. Well, we'll keep working at it. Yeah, it's all uh, you can do, right? Monday? Parenting. One day it'll happen, and then you know we have two more kids that need to get potty trained. <sighs> oh man! You know Joe. what? I, you know what I thought about? We're what? gonna have like four years of graduations. Yeah, yeah. Back to because Cora's one year older than Ben, right? So it's gonna go. Yep. Cora, and, Ben, Will, uh, Grayson, Will. Yeah, and if, they are. They're three, two, one, and two zero. months. Yeah, yeah. Thank goodness. At least we can alternate houses. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, let's let these people get out of here. Let's huh? do it. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. We really appreciate you. Um, if you haven't already, give us a like, a subscribe, a review. That would be super tight. Um, shoot us an email with some questions, topic ideas, uh, your point of views on anything. We'd love to go through that kind of stuff and see other mm-hmm. people's perspectives on things. That would be super tight. Um, our email is bigdadenergypod at gmail.com. And thank you to Plan Ant for having us on their podcast network. And hey, go follow us on our social media. We're at Big Dad Energy Pod on Facebook and Twitter. And we're at Big Dad Energy Podcast on Instagram. Uh, so go follow us. We're still building those numbers back up. Most of the things that we do, most of the things we announce are on Instagram. Uh, we are not very good at Twitter, uh, if Twitter is even existing anymore. Uh, <laughs> and Facebook is just not. I, I'm never on Facebook, and Joe is also hardly on Facebook. I know. So we're just not very good at Facebook. What we are good at, uh, because Katie does it, is Instagram. So yeah. go follow us on Instagram, uh, build those numbers back up, uh, and uh, keep, keep in touch with us there. Thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate it. Every week you guys come out. Uh, it's always a, it's always a blast. So thank you guys so much. I'm Jerry Schmansky. I'm Joe Lopez. Remember, click your tongs twice before you use them. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast powered by Pinecast.